0: We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness, and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Roz Kincaid. Hey
1: everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm your host Roz Kincaid. You can connect with me at rozkincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are staying safe. Um, me personally, <laughs> I have been struggling a little bit to uh, find find balance. And around these times, it's kind of easy to do. You know, you try to overcompensate in one area to make things happen in another area and things just start to feel out of whack. And I can't be the only one out here feeling like this. So um, just want to share with you guys that it's okay. You know, the, the, the imbalance is there for you to take some action. Your body feels the way that it feels because it's saying something to you. It's, it's, it's a red flag. And so, you know, you have to listen to your body. You have to listen to your energy you have to listen to how you feel in your energy and what your heart and what your intuition is telling you. And so it's it's very wise for you to do that and to 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 listen to all of those things because you need to make changes. And these aren't changes to harm you, but they're they're changes that you need to make to better your experience. And so I've been really feeling it and and just kind of thinking through the adjustments that I need to make. And so make the adjustments, y'all. It's, it's OK. This is the time to make the adjustments safely and thoughtfully. So take the time to slow down and really slow down and think through what feels right, what feels best. And don't be afraid of, of to make the, the decision that's right and best for you. Forget what everybody else is doing. Do what is good for you. OK. So before we get in today's show, I want to say hello and thank you to all of my listeners in the U.S. as well as around the world. Thanks to you guys, this show has over five thousand listeners. Yay! <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in live or listening to the podcast or the replay. You guys, your support for the show means so much. I this is not a uh, 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 this is a new thing for me having a radio show, and I really really appreciate the support and the show of uh, uh, of encouragement and love that I get just by you downloading or just by you listening. So keep listening, tell somebody, let's, let's go further with this. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's see how far we can go. And I say we, because it's not just me doing this. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to my sponsor shine coaching and consulting. Make sure you guys check out Emily at shinecoachingandconsulting.com to learn more about how she can help you grow your business. She has definitely helped me grow mine. And I think she's pretty done a pretty good job at it. <laughs> so, yeah, I have another great conversation for you today. I know I've touched on the topic of angels in uh, in an earlier episode. I think it was the, your spiritual, your starting spiritual five. Take a listen to that if you haven't heard it. And I was led to revisit this topic. I feel like the help of the angels can be, at least in my opinion, can be a little overlooked when compared to spirit guides for some reason or another. So today I am going to dig a little deeper on this subject and to join me in that conversation today. I've invited another very special guest. You guys, she's the co-author of my angels, excuse me, my angel friends and my guardians. She's also an ordained non-denominational angel minister through Gateway University. She also once spoke at take up your bed and walk healing workshop at Michael Beckwith's Agape International Spiritual Center. Welcome to the show, everybody, angel therapist, Beth Carlton. Hi, B. how you doing? Hi, Roz, I'm doing well. (laughs) Thanks for having me today. Yeah, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for supporting me along this journey. It's great to have you. I'm looking forward to our conversation. But before we get really deep into uh, archangels and and angels, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to our listeners.
2: Sure. Um, Well, as you said, I'm an angel therapy practitioner, which means I'm connecting with the angels and helping you receive the messages that will lead you and guide you forward. Um, The angels never tell anyone what to do, but they help them go within and find the answers and what they need to know. So it is beautiful um, to have these angels around us. And it all. started with me um, years back. I think it's 30 years ago now. Uh, My daughter was two and she's almost 32 now. So about 30 years ago, Um, I had a brain tumor and it affected my left side. It was on the right side of my brain and temporal Mm -hmm. lobe. And Mm -hmm. so one day I was lying in bed and pretty much just put out there Anyone out there, please help me. So it wasn't a direct (laughs) request to the angels, but the angels heard me. And actually, to my great surprise, two angels appeared to the foot of my bed. And it was beautiful, big, bright lights. And that's all I saw was big, bright lights. But I knew in my heart of hearts that these are angels. And they actually um, communicated with me. Hmm. It was not through something i heard through my ears uh it was something i heard within it's kind of hard to explain but it was like the light coming from them came right to me and they were communicating and it was like an all-knowing that i had what they were saying and Mm. they they literally Mm -hmm. told me that they would they would help me heal and i was just astonished that i could ask and then that quickly they responded And so this was quite a journey for me to go through the healing process. And really in the beginning, they said, we'll help you heal. And then would you be willing to do some work for us? And I said, sure, but I don't know how, I I have no idea how, Mm -hmm. and they literally said, don't worry about the how, just heal yourself first and we'll do the rest with you. And so that's what happened for me. Things evolved, I (laughs) I did heal, thank God. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they evolved for me. I decided to um, go deeper into the connection with angels, and it all happened synchronistically. It was not planned. I worked in the corporate world and was sitting at my desk, and had a little angel on my desk. And um, uh, one of the ladies that worked with me came up to me and said, "Do you love?" do you like angels? And I said, yeah. She said, I know of a woman we've got to meet. She teaches about angels. She does meditations. You should go to her. And this was years ago. And so um, I said, yeah, I will someday. But I just was so busy and it just didn't happen. And then one day she came up to me and said, tonight, she's having a meditation. Come with me after work. So I went, unplanned, And that was the change of everything in my life. She set me on a path that I never knew I would be going on.
1: (laughs) Wow. Unplanned, but planned somewhere in the ethers. Absolutely. (laughs) It
2: was all orchestrated divinely, but unplanned to me at the moment.
1: (laughs) And then you know what? That goes to show too, be that you don't have to know all of the details. You know, if you have a willing heart and the intention to want to do right and do good and put good out in the earth you know, spirit, the angels particularly will help you. And yes. and, and I also find it fascinating that um, when you prayed that prayer, you know, mm-hmm. somebody, anybody out there, if you can hear me, help me. I think that it, it destroys these uh, uh, myths or, or this misconception that prayer has to have a, a format and a formality to it. Clearly it doesn't because as your testimony just proves, if you know, if you intend to send, you know, that prayer to something good and positive with a pure heart, that's what you're gonna get back. You know right.
2: exactly. I learned quickly we don't have to be within four walls of a church. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. Right. But um, everybody has their own choices and. As long as we're putting out there and asking for assistance, the angels will always come to our side and help us. That is such what I've learned throughout these years. Um, the guidance comes as we ask, and it's beautiful how it comes too.
1: And and might I add to you and I had a um, an offline. We actually had a text message uh, conversation too, and I just wanted to touch on this. Um, misconception is that angels are they they don't belong to any particular religion they're non-denominational they'll help anybody whether you believe them or not and so you know if if you are attached to this idea that I have to be a Christian or a Catholic to to use the or not use but to to maximize their help or ask for their help is it, no, you don't have to. They, they they, don't care what religion you come from or what religion you don't come from. So they're, exactly. they're there for everybody. They're there for they everybody. Are. So, wow. So we're getting into this conversation about angels. And so let's back up just a little bit because we have, we have, I guess, uh, uh, sections. I don't want to call it sections, but we have types of angels. So can you talk about a little bit about the difference between angels and archangels just so everybody has a clear understanding
2: sure um well there are all types of angels okay and mm-hmm. there are even you know as many of the religions there are out there and and teachings there are there there are opinions on this so i'm going to explain to you what i know and what i have learned mm-hmm. uh, i did study um to become an ordained minister as well um, through Gateway University. and that's a school of ministry. and, and this is where I learned about the tiers of, of the angels. and I can briefly chat about them as well. Mm-hmm. And that includes the, um, it includes the Archangels and the guardian angels. So we had there are three tiers, and the first tier, the higher tier is the seraphim, the cherubim and the thrones, and I won't go into detail on all of them because that would take a whole course in itself. But <laughs> um, the seraphim are the highest; they're the highest order of of the of God's servants, so to speak, and they sit closest to God. And they are so bright. Uh, humans, I don't think any human has ever seen. Um, them, because the, the, the light is so bright, I, I swear it would burn your retina, but um, oh, the seraphim are just beautiful, and when I was ordained, I was ordained um, in the order of the seraphim. Mm-hmm. That's but then there are cherubim, and the cherubim were the guardians sort of of the fixed stars, They're the keepers of the heavenly records, and in the Judeo-Christian technology, cherubim guarded the entrance uh, to the Garden of Eden. Um, and against Adam and Eve after they were banished. So that's just a part of, you know, if you were uh, studying the Judeo-Christian theology. And then the thrones, the thrones bring God's justice to the earth. Um, And then the second tier are the dominions, the virtues, and the powers. And those angels are, the dominions are the divine leaders, they regulate the angels' duties the virtues are the miracle angels. So whenever we have a miracle in our life, the virtues Mm -hmm. are uh, in order of that. The powers then defend and they protect the world. Um, Then we have the last tier. And this is the tier that we connect with most because these angels um, are able to lower their frequencies to us. So first Mm -hmm. is the principalities. Okay. And they are, so it's principalities, archangels, and then the angels, which includes our, guardian angels so the principalities are the protectors of the politics and religion and all that and then the archangels i love the archangels the archangels all have different functions and they rule over all the other angels they 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 are serving humanity all Mm -hmm. of humanity and they have as I said, different functions, each archangel. I work with about 15 of these angels, and they are with me on daily practice when I'm doing angel sessions. And then we have the the lowest tier, which are the actual angels, and they are, are the guardians. The guardian angels are part of this group of angels, and they are assigned to our souls. So when your soul created, these angels are assigned to each person. And everyone has at least two guardian angels that were with them forever and ever because your soul never ends. Whether you believe in many Mm -hmm. lifetimes or Mm -hmm. whether you believe in one, your soul never ends. That's the one thing we all know is the soul is continuous. So these angels are continually, continually with, with us at all times. So when I'm doing an angel session, I am connecting with those two types of angels at the lowest tiers because they are the angels that can lower their frequency to us humans so i connect with your guardian angels your personal guardian angels and i kind of like to think of it as the guardian angels are like snowflakes you know there are never two alike
1: right right
2: um, so guardian angels are only yours and mine are mine but i have the ability to connect mine to yours and so it's teamwork so it's you and your angels me and mine and we connect and that's how we Um, Do a session and I also bring in the archangels. So the archangels are um, when we start a session, I always ask what archangel or archangels today are here with um, the, the client that I'm working with and they always come forward and that gives me an idea of what they're wanting to work on with the client.
1: That gives you an idea I mean, of all the angels. Yo, <laughs> that, I, I, yeah, I didn't, listen, I had on my list of questions for you, for us to talk about cherubims and seraphims, but I had no idea how highly tiered that they were. And so yeah. my, my question is that because they're so highly tiered and so close to God, are we able to, to ask them for help? Or or do or are we? Re- I don't want to say restricted, but that that's the word that's coming up for back of a lack of a better term. Are we only restricted to working with um, guardian angels and archangels, or can we, you know, connect at a higher level, closer to God, with the cherubim and seraphims? Well, the
2: archangels and, and guardian angels will help us connect with the other angels, but they're all working on these different things. Uh-huh. So the archangels and the, and the guardian angels are the ones that are really tuned into our needs. And that's why we connect with them mostly. I do know a few people who connect to the higher realm, the seraphim, mm-hmm. um and it's far and few between. So um, this is, it's the easiest way to do it is to connect with the archangels and the angels, hmm. the guardian angels. Yeah. Um, but Surely you can connect with the others, um, but th- it's not as personal because you want to go into that personal connection where they're working with us and for us because literally they're working for us.
1: Wow. And so when you when you connect with these angels, do you because you talked about the first time that you saw the angels? Do you see them, um, you know, do you, do you see them in, in form or how do you typically see them when they walk forward Yeah, or step forward?
2: hmm. So when I am focusing in a session and we're connecting and then I can connect with the angels, your guardian angels, I can see them in the form of light around you. OK, uh, it's the light. That's all I see. I don't see wings. I don't see anything like that. I just see big, bright lights and I know that they're there. Um, archangels I only see color. And so as I close my eyes, I see the color of the archangels and that indicates which archangel is here for me. I I can explain a little bit about that but uh it it takes a little more explanation
1: uh (laughs) no yeah 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 we're we're definitely gonna get into that because I know that um colors and and numbers come up a lot for people and Mm -hmm. people tend to associate those with the archangels and so I'm I'm you know, I, me me personally, I tend to see in color as well as, and I also associate them with numbers. But bef- before we get into it, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, B and I are going to pick up our conversation on the angels and archangels. So you got sit tight. We'll be right back. <music>
0: You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you.
4: are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host Roz Kincaid, Kin- and you are listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Here with me, talking about angels, is my guest Beth Carlton, also known as B. Now, before the break, B, you and I were talking about um, how we see uh, angels. You also went through the the various tiers of angels, and so um, you were talking about when you see them, you see them in colors. So, why is it? Um, why is it that angels or actually archangels use halo colors or numbers to identify themselves? Is that something that they do or use for us to relate to them? Do you, do you have, you know why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it just happens um, that depending on your clairs or your ability to receive information like mm-hmm. clairvoyance, which is clairseeing and clairsentience which is just clairfeeling. And when we have claircognizance, which is all-knowing, clear-knowing, and clear-audience, which is clear-hearing. And so if you're um, more of a clairvoyant person and you're wanting to connect with the angels, then you may see the colors. But if you are more of a clairsentient person, then perhaps you'll feel warmth. Or heat, or like a blanket or a cloak around you, that can indicate that the angels are there. Sometimes people feel um, a brush on their face uh, or on a band around their head, mm-hmm. and that can, um, especially people who are claircognizant and clairsentient, they may feel the band around their head as they're getting information. It's beautiful how that works. So it really just depends on on um, the what your clairs are and everybody has the ability to tap into their clairs that would be another whole class i teach classes on that (laughs) but um but for now for me what happens is i see with my eyes only the guardian angels I close my eyes and I see the colors and those colors come forward because the angels vibrate so we're all on a vibration every single one of us are on a vibrational Mm -hmm. frequency and that's really what the whole an angel session is, is we're connecting our angels together and then we're working on how can we raise our frequency to attain what we're wanting to attain in our lives next and the angels see what we need and they help us raise our frequency up because once our frequency matches what we want to bring into our lives there's no mm-hmm. one for doubt that it's going to happen i mean that's all the law of attraction and the angels help us do that okay so when i close my eyes depending on the vibrational frequency of each angel they vibrate at a certain frequency that produces a color okay so m- some people may see if they're clairvoyant a color different than what i see Often my wow. students will see, for instance, Jophiel, um, which is the angel of decluttering. Jophiel mm-hmm. always comes to me in yellow. I see a yellow color for Jophiel. But some of my students will see a pink color for Jophiel. And I love that because it really, you, you form your own um, sort of dictionary of how you're going to connect with the angels. Right. Um, but that that's the one where the most difference happens, where I see that when Joe Phil comes to me, it's always, always yellow, but others see pink. Remember years back, they had that dress on. uh, It was, I think it was blue and pink or something. Like some people start one color or the other. And it was Mm -hmm. so funny. But um, yeah. So mainly they come to me as I close my eyes and I'll see a color and then they know, I know they're there. So even I don't have to go to the psychic realm because I try to stay from that. It's nothing wrong with psychic work or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But I just stay purely in connection with the angels. So when I see a color, I know that angel's there. I also know what that archangel does. And then we can connect um, and find out what they want to work on with the person. Because I know, okay, if Uriel comes in and Uriel is all about great ideas, then I know that most likely the person is on the brink of receiving new ideas or uh, focusing on, you know, shifting their ideas and their thought process towards something they want to work on for their work or Mm -hmm. something they want to bring into their lives. So it just depends on um, the color that comes through for
1: me. You got me captivated over here. I'm over here (laughs) thinking through my own interpretations (laughs) of of the angels. And when you said um, Jophia, for me, I saw purple. And so Uh I see, I tend to see purple quite a lot. Um, yep. when I'm in meditation or when I close my eyes and think of the angels and I, I, I don't know if I've been getting that wrong or, or misinterpreting okay. that. There isn't
2: a, honestly, um, mm-hmm. Ross, there isn't a right or wrong. It's your interpretation. So as long as you write down as you're connecting and you connect with a certain color and you connect with that angel, you know, okay, this is that angel. Then you always will know that, uh, for me, purple is Jeremiah. And okay. Jeremy, L, um, J-E-R-E-M-I-E-L. Jeremy L is J E R E M um, I E L. Jeremy L is the angel of, of helping you life review, take life review. And so when people cross over, they always connect with Joe. I mean with Jeremy L first because they go through a life review. But see, we don't have to cross over to connect with J- Jeremy L and we have a life review here on Earth. Jeremiah helps us remove guilt like the woulda, shoulda, could mm-hmm. and get right through, like knowing everything has happened right as it's supposed to, whether it is a challenge or not, to help us become stronger. And then J- Jeremiah will help you um, step into what's next for you. So maybe as you're seeing purple, you are really being surrounded by Jeremiah a lot to help you with life review and move forward.
1: Wow. You, you know what's crazy? I actually had a session um, here where I am a week ago mm-hmm. and um, I pulled some cards for myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> some mm-hmm. angel cards for myself after the session. Cause I wanted to, you know, gather a team of people, g- gather a team of angels to help me with a particular situation mm-hmm. and B I kid you not, I left the cards out. I didn't clean up after, you know, after, you know, my session, I left my cards out. I came back down uh, in here to sit down and get ready for the show and I'm telling you right now, I wish you could see me, but I have Archangel Jophiel card and Archangel Jeremy L. card. You're sitting out. And that is no coincidence. <laughs> and the Jeremy L. card plainly says overcoming difficulties. And yeah. so I think you, you you are, listen, spirit is on point. That whole overcoming difficulties and not judging yourself too harshly. I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't think it's any coincidence that I've got the card sitting here. You just mentioned that particular archangel, the color <laughs> purple that I'm seeing all you know all the time. I, even though I know I said Jophiel when I you know purple, I kind of starting to reconsider who's who now. Yep. But even still, even still, the point that I'm making is that y'all listen up,
3: <laughs> listen <laughs> up,
1: because there's a message even in us having this casual conversation that. The angels know. They, they know what's going on with us. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they know even before we ask for their help what is going on. And by testimony and proof of this conversation, Archangel Jeremiel is here. Is here to help, here to support, here to help us overcome any kind of mommy guilt or daddy guilt or guilt of not being able to help Uh, You know, our loved ones the way that we have in the past because, you know, we're in a pandemic, we're social distancing, you know, some guilt comes from that. You know, we have people who are working from home still um, feel like they're chained to their laptop, you know, still having to work nine, you know, nine to five, eight plus hours sometimes. And, and I'm speaking personally, but I just I also feel like somebody else out there can connect with this. And you feel like you're being robbed of your, your quality time with your family, even though you might still be quarantined. There's time that, you know, that you miss with your family and somebody's carrying some guilt in addition to me. <laughs> and I just I don't know. I just needed to pause and, and you know, uh, make that known or acknowledge the fact that the angels are standing by right now for, for them to help us. And so I was going to ask you B um, how we know they're in our presence, but I mean, (laughs) ta-da, there you go. You, you pretty much explained it with, you know, the clairs and um, being able to feel the presence in your own body. And, you, you know, but is there a time that the angels will come to our rescue or come and help us, you know, if we don't, consciously ask them or, you know, or we don't know what to say, will they still support us even though?
2: Well, this is, this is the law of free will. So the Mm -hmm. law of free will is this, the angels cannot, they're not allowed to intervene without us asking unless it's life threatening. In that case, you could never believe in an angel or even know they're there But if your life is on the line, those angels step in. That is their job. They're there to guard you. They're guardian angels. They're going to be there for you. So if you that's why you'll hear often of someone's in a car accident and, um, you know, they're saved from a burning car or whatever. And they don't they don't know who saved them, but someone lifted them out. These are angels that do that. They can take a human form to help us briefly. And then they go back into their light form. Um, I we had a beautiful experience with my own daughter years back. Um, where she was in a car accident mm-hmm. and um, was hit uh, pretty much like almost head on just to the side. Mm-hmm. She, she was making a left-hand turn and someone was coming straight and they ran the red light and um, they hit her and she spun around in quite a bit and was disheveled and tried to call me, but was so upset that she couldn't, um, she, she couldn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Well, Up came this woman to her about the age of 50, around that, um, sort of a mother figure at the time, and said, uh, she took the phone and talked to me. To me, I heard her as like a grandmother figure, because back then, my grandmother figure was very calming to me. Mm -hmm. She said these words to me, dear, do you hear me? And I said, yes. And she said, your daughter has been in an accident. She is okay. Okay. The gentleman ran a red light. This was not her fault. Um, this it, And I was like, clearly listening to this person. And she said, now you need to get in your car. go to, And this was I- ironic. She said, go to the fourth set of lights um, at, on Route 44. That's, it was in, in <laughs> Massachusetts. And it was on Route 44, fourth set of lights. That's where the accident was. And 444 is the sign of angels by the number. Wow. So, but I wasn't thinking of that at the moment. I just told my husband, she's been in an accident. She's okay. And the woman said to me, I'm going to call the police now. And then she handed the phone back to, to my daughter. Now my daughter had caught her breath and was able to talk. And she said, wait a minute, I just want to, you know, thank the lady and the lady was gone. Mm. So, um, she didn't see her anywhere. So when we got there to the site of that, um, accident, her car had already been towed. By the way, she told me, um, that, that old woman told me, that her car was um, totaled. So when I said to the policeman, "Where's the witness? Where's the where's the woman?" He said, "What are you talking about? There isn't no a woman." And I said, "She called me. She told me where to come. She told me it wasn't his fault or her fault. It- and the gentleman ran the red light, and that her car was totaled." And he said, "Oh, her car's not totaled. It- it'll be fixed. It's down in the junkyard. You can um, go down there, and you know it'll be all right." All right. So anyway. Um, I said, "Well, she said she was going to call it in, so I called the police station. knew the exact time that the accident happened, and asked who called in the um, if they could tell me who called it in." And they said, "I'm sorry, it wasn't even a woman; it was a man." So three forms that that angel took: one wow. for my daughter, one to help me, and one to um, to get the get the um, the police. Now when. Uh, we went to the junkyard. We said to him, "Hey, the policeman said that uh, the car wasn't totaled." And the junkyard guy said, "Oh, it is. The axle is totally broken underneath. It's mm. a total. It's a totally totaled car." So that woman knew that. So it was pretty amazing to me. Wow! And that's just one example of thousands out there of angels intervening and helping so your the answer to your question is they will always be there to help us with life-threatening things but other than that we do need to ask because due to the law of free will they cannot so all you need to do is ask in your mind out loud whatever way you want it does not have to be formal it does not have to be an actual like dear god kind of thing all it (laughs) needs to be is say please help me Please help me with this. Sometimes even people in the fit of anger who say, I can't do this alone. I need help. They take that as a request. Do you see? Oh, okay. I
1: mean? Okay. So,
2: um, and once you've asked, they step right in and help. Um, but I always teach the people who, um, you know, have a reading with me mm-hmm. to ask for my best and highest, good or better.
1: Yep. You when always you, say that to me whenever I, like I come you, to see you. Me. You always say for my best and good, good say it for me say it for me one more yes. time be
2: for my best and highest good or better yes. the reason why is this when you are asking for help you aren't the best you they may know much more than we do on earth they see 360 right they see in a 360 panoramic view where mm-hmm. we barely see through the day so isn't it beautiful for us to trust them okay and say or better because that allows them if they see something better it may not happen the way we had hoped or thought it would, but we'll know deep down later that it happened the way it was supposed to because it was a better option.
1: And even when I'm mad, even I, can, when I, can, when <laughs> I can still, mad, you know, I can, I can spit fire sometimes at, at people. Even when you're mad, you can still yes. say, listen, just whatever's best for my high school. Right. You know.
2: And the thing about it, Roz, is even though you're mad, we're we're all we're all human and we have human emotions. But the beautiful thing about the angels is they they help us focus on love. They do. Mm. I know that sounds a little pollyanna but they can bring <laughs> us back to what? There's two questions. And my dear teacher from the very, very beginning, my first teacher up in Massachusetts taught, taught me this. What would love do? What would fear do? There were only two questions. Everything else falls under love or fear. So, you know, under fear would be the anger and that's okay. We all have our times and we're going to have these emotions. The angels help us see through their eyes, which is through loving eyes. And we can always bring ourselves back in our heart, back to contentment, back to joy. Sometimes it takes work, but we can get there with their help.
1: I need to get to work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They will help you. You know, there's a beautiful thing. There's one thing I will share that I think is wonderful and it will help anybody out there who's harboring anger, or resentment, or sadness, or, you know, pretty much fear, anxiety, tension, stress, sadness, shame, blame, whatever you want to say there. Mm-hmm. Is if you're feeling like you're holding on to some anger, you're holding on to pain, say to your angels, Angels, I'm no longer willing to carry this pain. Because when you say that to them, you are literally trading pain for peace. Hmm. When you say, I'm no longer willing to carry this pain, the angels trade the pain. They take it from you and they give you back peace. And they help you see through a different perspective and get through and rise above your problems and your issues. All the time they do it. They help.
1: Well, I also, in, in addition to that, it goes back to your first uh, uh, part of that, the willingness. You know, bef- I, I feel like before you can pray that prayer or make that statement, you got to know that you're ready and that you're willing. Because I, I don't know if for me to ask that and not be really ready in my heart to really let it go. I I, I don't know. I feel like it's lip service a little bit. But but we'll come back to that. Let, let's take another quick break. I think I done started something <laughs> went down the road. I didn't know I was going down. But anyway, let's take another quick break. When we come back, um, we're going to wrap up the conversation and um, we're going to get on out of here. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired, be real, be you Today's Hot Topics.
4: You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations.
1: Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid. Listen, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, feel free to connect with me at rozkincaid.com to schedule a Reiki session, an intuitive reading. We can do some spiritual coaching or if you need your space cleared, I I got you. I can help with that. Also, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor, you feel connected to the show, the content that I'm putting out and or you'd like to advertise your business on my voice america page you can find more information about that on my website under the radio show menu you can also send me an email to hello at roskincaid.com for some more details on that so i'm here with angel therapist b carlton and today's topic of conversation is working with the angels and before we dive back into the conversation b can you tell our listeners how they can connect with you after the show
2: Oh, sure. Um, If you would like to have an hour session with me, which is the usual time span, um, you can go to angelswhisperinglight.com and fill out the form to have a session and then my assistant will get back to you. There is a wait uh, wait time, but um, as you get on the wait list, we will get back to you as soon as possible. Um, then you also can reach me on, I have a small Instagram that I just started. I'm not really electronically <laughs> savvy, but I'm starting that. So I'm at angels.whispering.light on Instagram. And I just recorded a couple of um, messages there that you might like to see. And then on Facebook, angels Whispering light. So that's how you can reach me.
1: Perfect. I'm also going to post B's information on my social media outlets for reference. So you guys can, if you guys can't find B, go to my page and I'll, I'll have all the information there. So, all right, before we, before the break, we were talking about, um, you had mentioned about people who, you know, um, have fear in their heart or anger and, you know, having to ask the angels for help to, you know, move past that. And the point came to me is that, before you can, I think before you can even get to that point, I think you it's a good idea to keep it all the way real with yourself and admit or be accepting of the fact that you might not be ready. You might not be willing. And that's OK. We're all in different, you know, places in our journey. And so if if you are angry or if you're, you know, fearful or whatever the case may be that you're ha- harboring in your heart, let that be your prayer you know, if you're not ready to let that go, let 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 your prayer be, angels, help me to be ready. Help me to prepare. Help me to want to let this go. Now, of course, like B said, they're not going to violate your free will, but you got to start somewhere. And you got to understand that carrying around that heaviness is just that. It's heavy. It's burdensome. And so I like the fact that B you made the point of just ask for the help that you need. Well, being willing and needing help to be willing is also a thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one thing I love, too, is is we all can connect with our angels. It's not just me um, that can connect or someone who has been trained in connecting with angels. Any one of us can. You have them there. They're yours. And one thing I love to do is I hold these small little circles of 12 people at a time and i call it angel time they gave me this idea years back and we so we do it and now we're doing it internationally as well as um, state nice. to state here across the united states we get mm-hmm. together it's 12 of us and i give messages to as many as we can but also everybody in the group has a chance to pull a card or to, um, and we're doing this virtually now since um, right, COVID. We're just right. doing, this. and they have a chance to pull a card or just give a special quote that they might have or some kind of gift back to the receiver as well. It is. Beautiful. So, if you're ever wanting to connect with any of that um, and do something, it builds your confidence. to let you know, you know what? I can get these messages too. I remember starting out with so many, and would be in a circle, and they'd be timid, and they'd pull a card, they'd let me tra- you know, um translate it, and then they would get so confident that they pull their own cards, and they'd be have fun giving the mm-hmm. messages forward. So you can do it too, not just me.
1: Any listen, the angels are here to help anybody, not just yep. people. Who are trained to mm-hmm. or developed, let me say that because n- to me, be um, nobody's an expert mm-hmm. on on yeah, earth. You we're know?
2: all learning and we're all connecting this yes. way. And that's the beauty. The thing that I always say when someone's coming for a session is they're just getting you started sometimes. Some people are already on their path, and if not, they're getting started, but then they can fly with it themselves. They really can.
1: Oh, that's right. So, my question you had talked about, um the the incident with your daughter having the car accident you had mm-hmm. um the uh an elderly lady call you and then what we mm-hmm. now know was an angel who took um took human form in three different um I I guess, th- yeah three different ways so can you talk about because there are some perceptions about what angels actually look like they have halos they have wings they're light they're di- you know can you describe well for you you've already said that when you see angels um they look like light beings or or, uh, you know forms of light and Mm -hmm. so my question is can a can can a human become an angel or an archangel is that even possible
2: well um there are documented two documented cases of actual um humans in biblical times that became archangels Mm -hmm. um Sandalphon and Metatron both were human. Sandalphon was the prophet Elijah who um, ascended into become an archangel. And Metatron was the prophet Enoch. And he ascended um, after living like a virtuous life of sacred service. And he became um, an a archangel too. And you notice those two uh, names end in O-N. All the other names of the archangels end in E-L. And that oh, yeah. means of God. So whenever you're trying to spell the name of an archangel, uh, you'll you'll know most all of them. And an E L, except mm-hmm. the two that were human, um, which is O N. But in general, the way I look at it, and this is only my opinion. Everybody has their own opinion on this. Is um, is they will they can incarnate, meaning come to Earth to. Um, to help out like I explained but then they usually go back into the light form Mm -hmm. there are rare occasions when some um live a full life on earth but it's rare and I'm not I'm not gonna go there because there's so many interpretations (laughs) and ideas on it all Mm -hmm. but um but as far as seeing angels, I mean, everybody, some people see them, other people feel them. Um, I tend to feel a beautiful warmth when Archangel Michael comes in a lot. It's like a hot flash, actually. Oh, and yeah. so we like, joke like the one about I'm feeling like, right <laughs> now. <laughs> We joke about it like, "Up, oh, our teacher Michael's in the room whenever we call Michael in to protect us and um, to work with us when we're starting a group session or an actual session. Um, we bring in Michael and it's always warm. I did experience one time seeing wings uh, on an angel and that was I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I was just it was getting dark. It was dusk out. Uh, in, in the winter time, So it's like around five, I think. And I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I was facing um, a mirror to my bureau and I felt a brush, as I mentioned to you, sometimes you'll feel a brush on your face. I felt a brush on my face And I looked in the mirror and behind me was the most beautiful, bright being with wings and it was sparkly. And that was the only time I saw uh, the angels with wings and it was, it took my breath away. It was so beautiful. But normally when I'm looking at a person, I see the light around them and I know that they're, and I've never seen a person that has not had an angel around them. Never. Mm. Yeah.
1: So we all have them. We all all have our guardians.
2: Please too. Yes. Wow.
1: Let me tell you what's funny again. Y'all, I can't make this up. B, you know Mm -hmm. I can't make this up. I'm sitting here with my three little cards again. The last card that I pulled is Sandalfon. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: here's the other crazy thing. My daughter's name is Elijah. Mm -hmm. Mm.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Um, Sandalfon is the angel. This angel of the color is turquoise. And Sandalfon is the angel of music. I love Sanofon because so many of us relate to music and we need that in our lives. But Sanofon helps protect us with music like a shield as well as an upliftment and raising your frequency to that of which you're wanting to attain by listening to music. So Sanofon's a great angel to connect with. Um, But also what I love about Sanofon, Roz, is this is a bridging angel. There are two bridging angels that we work with. One Mm -hmm. Bridges us to the other side to connect with deceased. That's Azrael. But this one, Xenophon bridges our prayers. So as we say a prayer, as we bring forth a request, Xenophon is the one who brings the prayers to the heavens and then brings back um, the miracles or the answers to the prayers. Mm -hmm. So um, this is a beautiful angel to connect with. And also Xenophon will help when deceased loved ones want to send messages through um, song, or when the angels want to give you a message through song, you'll hear it. You'll hear it with your own physical ears on the radio or whatever, and you'll know, oh, this is, this words came right when I needed it the most, or this reminds me of a person who has transitioned. So, yeah, it's beautiful. But when we do pass, we don't become angels. So that is a question that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. They'll say, is my uncle, my my deceased uncle, my angel? No, but your deceased uncle could be a spirit guide. So when people pass, they don't become angels, but their angels go with them onto the other side. Mm-hmm. And then spirit guides, spirit guides once walked the earth as humans they walked the earth as humans and then when they transition they choose to guide us and help us They could be from lifetimes ago or they could be from this life if we chose if we connected with someone soul to soul and and after they crossed they wanted to um, work with us and guide us then they can be our spirit vibes the angels actually orchestrate the connection with the spirit guides. So the angels, the, the angels are watching over you, and they they allow the spirit guides to come in and out as you need them. So it's kind of beautiful how it works.
1: Interesting. Wow. So this it really is a team. Oh, it is. The angels yeah. are working with the spirit guides, and everybody's working together.
2: Absolutely. There are other beings that are there too, and those are, those are Ascended Masters. Those are teachers, all teachers of love and light. Maybe on earth they were affiliated with a particular religion, but on the other side they're not. They're all just continually connecting with love. Like, for instance, um, um, Ascended Masters are like Jesus, Kuan Yin, Buddha, mm-hmm. um, Moses, the, These Mother Mary, uh, Teresa, Mother Teresa. These are just beautiful, beautiful people who walked the earth, who helped to spread love and light. And yes, they may have represented a particular way to do it here on earth, but on the other side, they're all together. They're just all meshed as one to send us love and bring Mm. us to that good place.
1: Right. Their expression is on common ground at that point. Mm -hmm. So, Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So we have a few minutes before we have to wrap the show. B, I think um, before you and I um, got on the show, you had said, you did you pull an angel card by chance?
2: I did. I asked what Archangel wanted to be with us today. Just yeah. They're all here, but I asked which one wanted to sort of join in, hold our hands as we were doing this, and Raziel came forward. Mm. And Raziel's the angel of all knowing. And this angel, if you wanted to know the color, the, the angel is brings rainbow rainbow colors to us now you can literally see rainbows in the sky but also even if you're in your own home and you see a reflection of a crystal and it's on the wall or something that lets you know Raziel's there oftentimes Mm. it's unexplainable and you'll see this rainbow on the side of someone's face or something and you're like what well Raziel (laughs) can tend to do that because Raziel is almost like um a prism and when the light shines through and Raziel's here, that's why we see the rainbow color. But this angel is the angel of all-knowing and spiritual understanding. So it did, made a lot of sense that Raziel would be with yes, us it today. Yeah, I tell bringing you. brings us peace, too, always. Raziel brings us peace in that fact that we can understand um, things that we may not have thought we could, and they'll give us that spiritual understanding, especially through meditation.
1: mmm Nice. I love it. I love it. B, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you for joining me in this conversation today. This was a real treat. I was very captivated by a lot of, now listen, you and I have met uh, a few times and this was even great for me because I got some, some new information and I also got a little bit of liberation too, just because I know that even when I can't think of the words, the angels hear my intention, they hear my heart. And so I hope, I hope everyone else can take that away, at least that from today's conversation, because sometimes you don't have the words, but your heart is there, your intention is there. And so for that, I want to thank you. It was a real treat to have you with me today. Um, and thank you. Thanks to everybody who tuned in today. You know, let's keep the conversation going share your thoughts about today's episode on Facebook and Instagram at soul healing with Roz. I would really, really love to hear from everybody. Um, Join me next week guys on for a conversation on soul contracts and the agreements that we make before we have our human experience, because yes, we, we actually do make a list (laughs) of things we want to do and who we want to do them with. And so it's going to be a very interesting conversation. So again, thank you, B. I appreciate you. And I am sure I will be seeing you very soon. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> my dear. Like session myself. So until next time, everybody, stay safe, stay woke, and take care of yourselves. Bye, everybody. <music>
4: Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.